99 drinks still left to go Welcome all in and enjoy the show It's me though, with I'm the host You know, so sit back, relax, grab a snack and let's go No my hooky my welcome on in or welcome back to the 99 dreams podcast as always I'm your host Rawari and I am so glad that you've joined us today This episode is the first of a five-week five-part series Which is the first ever 99 dreams podcast series that we've ever done And I'm excited for this one because this one is based around icons different types of icons that have inspired me to start this brand that have inspired me to continue to build it to the next level and have inspired me to do more than just turn on a camera record myself talking and call that a podcast what it's done or what these icons continuously remind me is that I need to continue to provide value but also create a culture here within 99 dreams and I think when we get to the end of our fifth episode in this icon series i think you'll be able to understand or get to see where the brand is heading and what our identity is and so 99 dreams is built around this idea of dreaming big but embracing and staying true to your culture which is why you'll see all over our website now dream big embrace your culture and so that's what we're doing we're dreaming big by starting a podcast, by trying to run a clothing brand. And we're doing this, but at the same time, we're embracing my, well, I'm embracing my culture by trying to implement Fakatoki into some of the clothing designs by, uh, you know, bit by bit introducing different kupu or different reo into this, this podcast. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it, eh? This week's uh, icons are entrepreneurial icons and they consist of a group of Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, Gary V, Mark Cuban, uh, Jimmy Donaldson, aka Mr. Beast, uh, and Kevin O'Leary, who is also on Shark Tank alongside Mark Cuban. But what's so important about all of these different people is that they have, you know, different expertise in different areas. Uh, you know, Gary V is very big in the hustle culture. Uh, Mark Cuban is one of the greatest salesmen that you'll ever see. Kevin O'Leary is a wise investor. Uh, 50 Cent is one of the best, you know, street hustlers turned entrepreneur. And Jay-Z is just as good as anyone out there selling records, selling products, and being the most savvy businessman he can be. And so I took, you know, I look at all of these different entrepreneurs and how successful they were and I kind of try to do a little bit more research into them and figure out what makes them tick because I'm like man if I can just figure out what it is that they've done how can I apply that into what I do because all of these people came from nothing 50 cent grew up you know uh, with his grandparents while his mom worked and then he ended up selling drugs became a hip-hop artist, Jay-Z is very similar, um, you know, Gary V, he was part of an immigrant family to America, poor, hard-working family, he worked um, all his teenage years for his dad's uh, liquor business, that's where he learned how to become a businessman, 
Kevin O'Leary, same thing. Um, just learned, didn't come from a lot of wealth, earned everything he had. Mark Cuban, he, um, he sold his massive company to Yahoo, and that's how he made his fortune. But you know, in the early stages, he was selling rubbish bags, going door to door in Pittsburgh, selling rubbish bags to people because he saw a gap in the market and he went for it. And Mr. Beast, obviously, just wanted to be a YouTuber, and now he is the most successful YouTuber of all time. So, looking at all these people, you know, what what is it about them that makes them so special? And in all honesty, it's nothing. There's nothing about them that makes them any more special than you or me. I've done the deep dives. Yes, they have a lot of money now. Yes, they have a lot of influence now. But a lot of it was just being at the right place at the right time, doing the things. Like just starting. That's what it is. And so I thought I'll share some different quotes and how I utilize that in what I do. And if you follow me on most of the social media platforms, you'll see that I posted this up the other day. It was just icons, entrepreneurs, and um, quotes from each one of them. So we'll start with Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, one of my favorite influences from this icon category. I've been listening to his audiobook, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter, which is so many amazing quotes in it. And it's kind of hard to just pick one particular quote. So we're going to go with this one. It is, be fearless. Most people run from what they're afraid of. I run toward it. It doesn't mean I think I'm bulletproof. I've learned the hard way that I'm not. Or that I'm unaware of danger. I experience fear as much as the next man. But one of the greatest mistakes people can make is becoming comfortable with their fears. Whatever is worrying me, I meet it head on and engage it until the situation is resolved. My refusal to become comfortable with fear gives me an advantage in almost every situation. I like that a lot because so many people get engulfed in the what-ifs based off of fear. They're, and I'm not saying this to everyone, but a lot of people get caught up in what if I fail? What if this happens? What if that happens? It's a bunch of what-ifs. Everyone has fear. Everyone deals with fear differently. And it's okay to be afraid. And it's okay to you know deal with fear. But what's not okay is letting that fear consume you and stop you from living a life that you are worth, uh, that is a life worthy of you. For example, I have the biggest fear of heights, but you know, like that won't stop me from fitting in. If everyone else is climbing through trees on these stupid high wire things, doesn't mean I'm not going to do it because I'm, I, I hate every minute of being higher than, I don't know what, five foot off the ground. Even that's like a little bit too high. So I need to push myself through that. Yes, I'm not going to overcome my fear of heights. I'll get like comfortable with it. I can fly. Flying's easy. I can fly happily in an airplane. I can fly happily in a helicopter. But what I can't do is be up on a height, strapped to a bloody flimsy-ass wire, 15,000 stories in the, in the sky. That's an exaggeration, but... You get the gist, right? Like, I just cannot deal with heights. But I will do it. Like, I'll push myself through it. I'll hate every minute of it. I'll be the last one to get to the end of the course. But I'll do it. Because, like 50 Cent says, you got to meet that shit head on. And fight with it until it becomes resolved. And then you learn a lot more about yourself. How much you can, you know, endure mentally, physically, 
pushing yourself through that emotional barrier because it is an emotional barrier for some people overcoming different types of fear. So that's what I learned from 50 Cent and amongst other things is that don't let fear control your decisions. If it seems bad, but you think and you believe in yourself so, so badly that you know you can overcome it in the long run, then pull the trigger. You got nothing to lose, right? So overcome fear, meet it head on and deal with it. Another quote that I love from 50 Cent is, and this is what, like, how you should perceive most people, right? If it looked like a snake and it slithered like a snake, you have to wait to be bit. And so what he's saying there is, you know, people act shady, they look shady, then do you have to wait for them to stab you in the back before you realize that, ah, oh, that dude was a snake or that girl was a snake, you know? Always always plays in my mind so i quite like that quote from 50 cent moving on to our next uh entrepreneurial icon mr gary v gary vaynerchuk himself this quote is real simple from gary v and this, this is the one thing i love about gary and gary was the reason i started this whole thing i seen a video of his maybe 2017 um and he was just you know this guy who just talks really fast and a little bit high pitched and he has a New York accent or a New Jersey accent. He's just spitting out all this, all this information really quickly. And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Fast forward a few years later, my cousin's like, do you listen to this guy's podcast? And I'm like, who? He's like, Gary V should check it out. So I check it out. I'm like, oh, I've seen this guy before, but nah, I don't really mess with his podcast. Put it on the background. Like it was on the back of my mind. I knew who Gary V was and I, I knew what he was about. Fast forward to me moving back home, I listen to a lot of Gary Vee, and a lot of the people who go to his seminars all have the same thing. How do I become this? How do I do that? Truth is, you just have to start. And so that's what I learned. All you have to do is start. You may not be great at it, but as long as you're starting, putting stuff out there, eventually the dominoes will start to fall. You just gotta be consistent with it and put out on every, every platform. He says, um, doesn't matter, you know, or what you're putting out there. You just got to put consistent content out there because it's oversaturated how much information and how much content is out there. You've just got to keep putting stuff out there. Eventually, someone's going to stop scrolling and go, hey, I kind of like listening to this. This is interesting. So that's why I like Gary V. Because of him, this whole project started. So thank you, Gary. If, you, if we ever get to meet, it's going to be an awesome time. So his quote is look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself what do i want to do every day for the rest of my life do that and so i thought what do i want to do every day for the rest of my life and i'm blessed to have like an amazing job i have the best uh co-workers to work with cruisy like the best job you could ever have we have like we teach to do to teachers and they're amazing people. They're super kind. It's it's like a dream job for some people. But I have like so much ambition. I just want to do something on my own. Whether I succeed or fail, it's beside the point. I just want to do it on my own because that's what I am. I've always wanted to do things that people think I can't. I went to Dunedin to get a degree because people thought I couldn't. Got into postgrad because people thought I couldn't. Started this because people thought I couldn't. It's a recurring thing, right? I continuously look myself in the mirror and say, is this what you want to do? And I say, yeah, let's do it. And so here we are, Gary V. 
inspired me to just keep doing it. Look in the mirror, realize that, you know, I don't want to go and work at McDonald's. I don't want to go and work at Pack and Save. No, no offense to everyone that does work in those industries. Those are important roles to have in society. You learn so much. Um, I used to be a bartender. I used to wait tables and things like that. And, you know, people treat you like shit. But you learn how to deal with customers, put on a smile and just say, thank you so much for coming, you asshole. I loved serving you. Come back again anytime, you arrogant prick. And you learn a little bit more. You get a little bit, you know, tougher mentally. Um, and yeah, hospo sucks, but you meet some amazing people along the way and have a little bit of fun. But again, not mocking anyone that has those jobs because the people that do work in those roles are some of the like toughest people I've met mentally because they can put up with so much shit. So cut off your far no. Now back to Gary V. He just really explains things in a way that I can go, wow, that's so true. And on top of that, he also has such a an amazing way of just giving information he doesn't gatekeep anything he wants everyone to be successful because he knows that there's plenty of room at the table for everyone to succeed and that's something that i have in my like mental as well is that you know if one day i do get successful enough to be able to offer advice and things to people i want to because if you gatekeep and you stop other people from trying to get up and succeed then that just kind of shows that you're scared of competition that's what you're afraid of. You're afraid of the people that you're talking to outshining you, outdoing you, taking away from your table. For me, I love competition. I welcome it. Um, if I ever get to a point where I can offer you advice, I oh, 100% will. Um, so hit me up. More than happy to give you guys whatever you need to get as successful and even more successful than me because then I can learn from you. And that's my mentality around this. The next one we have is Sean Jay-Z Carter. Yes, another rapper turned entrepreneur that we have in this list. Amazing, amazing uh, hip-hop career. <sighs> I mean, the Blueprint, the Black Album, there's so many different like categories that this man just absolutely crushed. So it's no surprise that, yeah, he took that into the business world and again, crushed it i think he was like one of the first um millionaire musicians or maybe the first millionaire um not musician but in the hip-hop industry so that's a huge accomplishment now with jay-z what i learned from him is how he handles being around other people so if you notice early stage jay-z jay-z had you know all the brands he'd be wearing like all the team jerseys, all the chains, different hats, he'd be jeweled out like you'd expect from a hip hop artist. But once he started getting into the business side of things, he started wearing, he started wearing, so just wearing things that didn't make him look so flashy and so rich. And, you know, he started to realize that it's not about how much money you're wearing, but how much money you have in the bank account. That's what matters most or how many investments you have working for you. And that's what I loved, how he used this hip-hop mindset coming from, you know, slang and yay on the corners to now figuring out how to run successful businesses, how to use his influence to run successful businesses. And here's a quote that I love most from Jay-Z. 
He said, as kids, we didn't complain about being poor. We talked about how rich we were going to be and made moves to get the lifestyle we aspired to by any means we could. And as soon as we had a little money, we were eager to show it. And so, you know, you, you, you see where I'm going with it. He, he was, this is very young, Jay-Z, you know, they just wanted to wear the wealth rather than have it and show it in like, I've got this many properties, I've got this many investments. They just wanted to be like, yo, out on the street. And I, and me and my cousins, we, we know, like we talked about being rich for so long as we were kids. We're like, oh man, I'm going to have like this mansion. I'm going to have this Ferrari. I'm going to have this Lamborghini. I'm going to have like holidays in Greece and then work in New York. We had all these dreams and fantasies as kids. And, you know, that quote, resonated with me because it's like I relate to that so much like as a kid I'd be dreaming yeah I'm gonna do this I'm gonna be there I'm gonna have this much money I'm gonna drive this many cars and it's gonna be so dope and then I also realized that as soon as I had a little bit of money I was also super keen to show it like I'd buy Jordans um I'd buy a whole bunch of Air Force Ones on Afterpay even like you know wearing more money than I had in my bank account more money that I could afford to be wearing, that's for sure. And so hearing him say that made me go, wow, I need to change up what I'm doing, who I'm hanging with, and how I'm hanging with people. Because you shouldn't really ditch your friends because you want to become successful if they're not successful. What you want to do is just change how you hang out with your friends. If it's, you know, sitting on a couch smoking bongs all day, then maybe try and link up with them at the mall or something, get them outside of the house so you can still have that connection with them, but just in a different setting, in a different scenario. It's not about ditching your friends and becoming this whole new person. It's more about um, finding out a way that you can blend your two new worlds together. That's my advice. Um, and so with Jay-Z, it's always thinking about, you know, how can we not be flashy with the brand? How can we use the the money that we do get to enhance the brand, to enhance the identity and that, that feeling of belonging, that feeling of, you know, having dreams come true. That's why it's called 99 Dreams because it could have been 100 dreams, but it it's the fact that it's 99 out of 100 means that this here is living proof that we can turn one dream into a reality. And that's what it's all about. And, you know, try to use my culture to do it. And that's what Jay-Z did. He uses hip-hop culture to build his empire. And it's pretty successful, if you ask me. Next on the list, we've got Mark Cuban. So Mark, <laughs> he's, I think he was an inspiration for me from the get-go. Whenever I like decided, yeah, I'm going to run a business, was because he's Mark Cuban. He owns a basketball team. Like, that's, is that not the dream? to own your own like sport team how sick would that be just you know putting up shots having the buzzer go off you know on an off day the team's traveling and you've got the floor <sighs> that's the dream that's the dream <laughs> but no I, I love mark Cuban because he did come from nothing he worked insanely hard and he said he you know it is hard work mixed in with a little bit of luck but you know luck's not going to get you very far if you're not working hard enough and that's what always sat with me. And he's an amazing salesman. He's always talking about sales. And that's um, one thing I think I learned early on at Vodafone when I worked at Vodafone for a, a year and a bit was how to sell things. And um, what it is, is 
you need to create an emotional attachment to something that they're in need of. <laughs> so one of the things that I was sold really well was when Vodafone had Vodafone TV, I sold that quite well. Um, cell phones and things are kind of harder to sell because most people have them and if they don't have them they're looking to buy one but they can't afford it so those are the those are some of the barriers you talk through so mark cuban with his sales he doesn't focus on what they have he focuses on how they need to have this product this particular thing and i'm like man that, that's so interesting um and he does it with an amazing smile on his face because he's he's super intelligent and so the quote he has that i've taken from it is work like there is someone working 24 hours a day to take it all away from you and nine times out of ten there is it's not another competitor it might be but more often than not it's not another competitor it's not another job that you're working at while you're trying to build your side hustle it's, it's not rent payments and things like that the thing that's working 24 hours to to beat you is you the 24 hours that you don't spend working on your brand, working on content, working on yourself, those 24 hours that you spend scrolling, going to and from your job that you're not enjoying, that's who's trying to take it all away from you. And that's what I, I got from this. And that's why I try and do my best to put out as much content as possible, to edit as much content as possible, to design as many things as possible so that... I am prepared when I'm in a space to be able to take this to the next level and continue to take it to the next level, continue working, continue building this platform that I have to share with you guys, uh, to allow you guys to come on and share your stories with me, with, with our audience. I need to keep building, keep working to keep this this platform flourishing and that's one of the biggest inspirations i have is you know work like there is someone else trying to take it away from me and the person trying to take it away from me is me i'm the one working my ass off to take it away from me every day i don't put up content i'm working against myself every day i'm not um actively trying to find another podcast guest i'm working against myself every day i'm not making a sale on the website i'm working against myself like that's that's exactly what it is and you know to dream big and embrace my culture in this essence or in this sense sorry i'm dreaming big by making this happen by working every day to get this off the ground and to embrace my culture is just by being me while i'm doing it embracing thou maori while i'm doing it and that's why i have whakapoki on my wrists or embedded in my clothing somewhere is so that i'm always reminded that the world is in my hands or you know chase that that is um seek which you most treasure dearly you know those are some of the things that keep me going that keep pushing me to that next level it's a constant reminder that you know if you're not working you're, you're, you're stealing time from yourself you're not working and building this platform you're taking it away and you're destroying it without actually realizing because if you're stagnant that's when you kind of flatter out and lose all that momentum now our next icon is <laughs> he is one of the most successful he is the most successful youtuber of all time 
Jimmy Donaldson, aka Mr. Beast. Now, what I love about Mr. Beast is, you know, he just wanted to be a YouTuber. And he just wanted to find out a way to get his friends hired, uh, do cool things, and, you know, maybe help someone along the way. And I think if anyone knows his content, will know that he has done exactly that. Mr. Beast gives out money like it's nobody's business. Uh, he's made more people's lives happier because he's been able to provide them with that glimpse of, you know, like selflessness. He just gives cars out. I remember this one video they did where all these cars at a, at a, at a car sales yard were free. People were coming on and like he challenged his friends who can sell cars and people coming on all right if you look at this car if you sit in this car i'll take off twelve thousand dollars nine hundred and ninety nine dollars and it's all yours and they're like what isn't it the price of the car and they're like yeah yeah you just sit in there how does it feel and they're like, i kind of like it and they're like well it's yours here you go let's sign the paperwork you're sold and that's that's like mr beast videos he just gives away so many different things whether it's cars or it's you know houses whether it's money Mr. Beast is that guy. That's his platform, and that, that's what he's known for. But he's also, you know, such a philanthropist. He has like cleaning the ocean um, initiatives that he's got running. He gets people to go down to a beach, clean up the beach, and then um, at the end of that video, it was all like promo for this charity that they're supporting, and all the money that um, people donate to that charity, he was going to double it, and he did. And so <laughs> that's why Mr. Beast is a huge inspiration to me. And his quote is, after some point, it's like, you feel like you should quit, but you want it so badly, you just keep going. I love this because it's a constant reminder, and I feel like it's always in the back of my mind. Is it like, so many days, you have a rough day, you couldn't get what you wanted done, people pull out, um, you get super busy at work, you don't make any sales, um, you're not getting any views or any interaction with any of your posts, that kind of thing. And so you're like, is it even worth it? Does any of this matter? Why should I keep going? And then, you know, after seeing that, you're just like, oh, I know, I know you take a breath. You're like, I know I should quit. It's not, you know, we're losing more money than we're making at the moment. So what do we do? We just keep going. That's what you do. You just keep going. You get back up, you keep going you upload more videos and if it's not working you upload another one and if that doesn't work you upload another one and you just keep doing that you keep being consistent and you keep showing up on people's timeline that eventually someone's going to be able to dream with you and go man i wish i could be like that guy or i wish i could like do something like jimmy i wish i could you know that's that's what we're going for here we we want to be able to be like jimmy and give back in ways that jimmy can and if we can help someone push through that barrier and keep going, then that's what we're here to do. Uh, regardless if we're making sales, regardless if we're getting interactions on our posts, it's just about creating a space where people feel comfortable, that they can come, they can tune in, they can listen, feel part of the 99 Dreams Whānau, because that's what it's about. It's about building that 99 Dreams Whānau um, so that other people can dream big and embrace their culture, because that's what this, this is all about. This icon series is all about reiterating how I've dreamt big and how I'm trying to embrace my culture at the same time because those are two big things to me is my dreams and my culture. And a quote like that just helps you keep going just that little bit longer because you never know which post is going to be that one that strikes gold. 
So just put it out, start it up, turn on the camera, do what you gotta do. Now I think we're up to our final icon, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, always wears a red band or a red handkerchief. If you ever watch Shark Tank, look out for that. It's, it's his like signature look. <laughs> now he is another entrepreneur that um, set himself up by being smart with all his investments. Uh, and so this quote is one that keeps me hopeful because he says, I'd rather invest in an entrepreneur who has failed before than one who assumes success from day one. And that's, you know, that's what being an entrepreneur is all about. Failing. You fail, you learn. The more you learn, the more you can apply those lessons into potential success. And so that's what I'm trying. I failed a lot. As I've said throughout this podcast, you know, I'm not getting interactions on or the views that I thought I could get. You know, if you record something, you're like, that's, that's going to hit. And it doesn't, it's okay. Because you've got to fail. you got to learn what does hit and what doesn't hit. Even though like algorithms are hard to kind of navigate, I feel like they're constantly changing. But hey, once we get that piece of content that does hit and people start coming in and we get followers, then it's all going to pan out. But we just can't quit. And, you know, if everything happens and everything falls on your lap straight away, how are you ever going to be able to deal with adversity? And I think that's why this quote resonates with me so much. Because I've learned so much, because I've failed so much, I'm able to take all those lessons, put it in my kit and be like, okay, cool. Sales aren't going well. Let's learn how to sell. Let's, let's learn how to market. Let's learn how to create brand identity. Because I think that's what we were lacking. In all honesty, we were lacking brand identity from the get-go. But now it's about creating a community, a whanau that believes in their dreams and believes in their culture. You don't have to be Māori, you can be Tongan, you can be Muslim, you can be whatever you want to be. Just be you and keep dreaming. So <laughs> it's out of corny ears, but it's true. You just got to keep dreaming, keep believing in yourself. Never give up because that could be the moment. That could be the part. Or that could be the failure that sets you up for the next big thing. And that's what all of these entrepreneurs link into is, you know, without 50 going through that you know that period of time when he was selling drugs making it on the streets he might have never got into hip-hop he might have never had some of the biggest hottest songs that have ever dropped he might not have got into um film and tv he might not have built this million dollar or is it a billion dollar drink company that he sold to coke you know um without failure without being told no, without having, you know, a few ventures fall flat, Mark Cuban may never have gotten the Dallas Mavericks. Gary Vee might never have, you know, gotten as big as he is. He might not have got, you know, VaynerMedia, um, V Friends all going, wouldn't have Wine Library when he started it up, all of those things if he had failed and gave up. So we just got to keep going can't give up even if you fail even if you continuously fail one of those failures is going to lead to your big break i'm not there yet and you might not be either but we'll get there eventually and you know, that's what these icons are all about and so um, all of these entrepreneurs each of them have their own story to tell and hopefully one day i can tell them that they're a part of my story that they inspire me to continue going. They've inspired me to start 
going and they inspire me to just be okay with where I'm at be okay with where 99 dreams is at because it's it's hard trying to build something from ground up you've got to continuously take it step by step day by day build 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 not all of them are going to be about entrepreneurs it's all going to be about building up this space where you guys can feel more connected into what 99 dreams is um, and who I am because these are uh, sort of a deeper look into how I think and how I try and operate this brand within the spectrum. Whew, that was a lot, I think, all in one take. <laughs> but that's essentially how I see these icons. They're, they're each a pillar of success all in their own area. And if I could just grasp just a just a sliver of that success then you know to the moon we go it's just going to take a little bit of momentum and build from that everyone's got icons you should all have icons and i hope you share your icons down below with me uh or over on any of the other social media platforms because i think if we all share our dreams our icons what has inspired us then i think we'll build a, a, a real great community around supporting each other to strive for our dreams because we we literally are without our dreams without our aspirations we're just fulfilling the dreams of other people and wouldn't you rather work twice as hard to fulfill your own dreams rather than you know half-assed fulfilling other people's dreams so if you don't have icons find your icons um and let me know or maybe hit me up and we can discuss our icons together because icons are some something that you should strive towards. Icons are someone that or something that makes you proud to get up every day and to try something new, to force yourself outside of your comfort zone. Because that's what I'm trying to do. And so this was the first episode of our first ever series. I hope you enjoyed it. It might be a bit backwards, but I think that's just how my brain works sometimes. And um the next uh, episode will be, I think it's going to be athletes. So we're going to look at some of the athletes and sports stars that have inspired me to do various things. Probably still <laughs> more of this 99 Dream stuff, but also in life to get through university. So stay tuned next week, same place, same time, episode two of the 99 dreams icon series if you're listening still thank you so much i uh, appreciate your support go ahead follow us on instagram twitter facebook tiktok and youtube but until next time take care stay safe